You've heard of TED Talks. Check out Toad Talks, countryafradio.com. Another episode of Toad Talks. It's kind of like TED Talks, only different. I like it. You talk with Toad. I'm sitting here with Ashley McBride. You're playing Stoney's Rock and Country tonight. You can't believe it. This is such a great room. It's pretty badass, right? Yeah. I love it here. I mean, we've done, uh, the last three years, we've kind of built the sound system up, the stage up, everything to kind of just be more for the artists than anything. Um, And obviously for the fans, so they can hear stuff. It's clear. The vibe is great. Yeah. The, good people. The, he, the sign that says even a cowboy likes a little rock and roll. I was yes. like, yes, we, exactly. We we were down the street uh, five plus years ago, and that was on the wall there. And then um, we brought it here as well. It was like one of those things where we got down, we were like looking around going, oh shit, we forgot something. Yeah, yeah. something's missing. Put that back up. It's a great room. We love it here. We love having, having you here. This has been cool. Yeah. That blue hallway was cool. I just keep walking around looking at how neat. There's skull wallpaper. Yes. We have like a, a pirate thing that happens inside my band. We're all very, for some reason, we're obsessed with pirate stuff. And so I was like, of course, there's a skull room. Dude, that, so that wallpaper, uh, the owner, his name is Chris Loud, and he kind of like was looking for this theme of something. And he found this wallpaper online, ordered it, and we put the room together. It was like, holy shit, this yeah. room is... It's badass. Yeah, with the cowhide and the chandelier. Yes, that. So the girl that did this room, her name is Jen Styling. Uh, she came in, um, and we basically told her that we just wanted this bohemian vibe in this little tiny room because it used to just be white and it's Boring. like that spray crap. Like if you go in the other room, you'll see it out there. Yeah. It's kind of. But she came in and did this. Well, that that cowhide couch that's in there. She went to a, um, some sort of convention thing. It was in town, and they were getting rid of it because it was they bought it for this convention thing. Obviously, that thing was. A pretty penny. Yeah, it's not we, a cheap couch. Yeah, we picked it up for like a year. It, so it's a couch. Cat. I see what she did there. <laughs> did, it, did it take very many people to move it? Move and I'll stop. It. I'll no. stop with couch no, jokes. I, you, got, you got one more? <laughs> no, I don't think Dude, so. See, it's because I asked you. I put you on the spot. <laughs> we picked up that thing for like 300 bucks. Wow. Yes. It's a great couch. And it fits the room perfect. Yeah, and then she came in and did this room and kind of pieces of paper, like packing paper. Yeah. Hands in glue. On the wall. It took her like three, four days to do. It looks great. It's badass. And it's just our vibe. It's kind of like what we like to throw out there. Yeah, it's super chill here. We were chatting off mic a little bit about um, uh, you adopting a dog. I did. I adopted a dog. At the time, her name was Roxy. Roxy. She came from Tulsa. Yeah. What kind of dog? She is... We No one really knows what Roxy is. We didn't know for a long time. We thought German Shepherd boxer mix. Right. Some kind of pit bull mix, maybe. We're, we're still not sure. No, she's she was full grown. She was like um, maybe nine, ten months when I got her. Okay. And it was actually CMA Fest. A friend of mine was going over to Chewy's in Midtown for margaritas, so I just joined her. Well, Chewy's? Is that like a Mexican place? It is. It's like a Mexican place. But it's not like a Mexican place. Like, right. We used to have one here years and years and years ago. I'm, I'm assuming the same place. But Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, the margaritas are great. Okay. So we went, and the two people that she was meeting up with were uh, Miranda's mom and her best friend. So Bev and April were there. So I just sat down with them, had margaritas. They had had Mutt Nation Foundation dogs at CMA Fest. We're, were wrapping up CMA Fest, and they were telling me about a couple of dogs that didn't get adopted. Right. And the bus had already left for Tulsa, so... I had already gone back with all the dogs. She's showing me all these different pictures, and she's like, this one, actually somebody applied to take her and then didn't come back and get her. Weasels. And so she just, you know, kind of was hopeful. They took her and put her away, you know, so nobody else could look at her since somebody was going to adopt her. And so they showed me her picture. She's got, she looks kind of like a Great Dane, but she's smaller. So like a 60-pound Great Dane looking thing. 
and she's got she looks like a normal dog with a bucket over its face. <laughs> she's like really skinny with a big giant head. So I let her pick her own name. Maybe a little Roddy in it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, she's got big jaws. I, I got her to the farm. She wouldn't answer to anything. Wouldn't answer to Roxy, Roxanne. I started calling her Rooster because she got me up so early. Mm-hmm. I tried Velociraptor because she ate my uh, bedroom. Uh, and then I was out in the yard with her, and I said, "Come over here, you old bucket head." And she ran over to me. No and, way. And I was like, "Your name's Bucket." That's awesome. So and it worked. Buckethead. Buckethead. Yeah. yeah. Buckethead and banjo, but I've had banjo for nine years. What kind of dog is banjo? She's a beagle, a very small beagle. I have a black lab at home. His name is Shift. Nice. I ride dirt bikes, so we named him Shift in Gears. And we nice. have a, a little dachshund wiener dogger. Her name is Daisy, but I call her Weenus. Of course. Because it was like wiener dogger, and that turned into Weenus, and because she's old, so yeah, kind of like it's fitting, right? You named the dog Shift. I like that. Yeah. I would have named it Clutch. It's a great dog name. That's a band name. Is it? Clutch? Yeah, heavy metal. Oh. Yeah, I've heard of him. Before. I'll ask my drummer. Yeah, he might know that. Yeah, he'll know Clutch. Everybody knows. If they're a drummer, yeah, he's got to know yeah. Clutch. If he's any kind of drummer. So what happened? You, 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 did you know Miranda Lambert's mom before then? No, uh, I just was going to lunch, going to get margaritas with Terry Joe, and she was meeting some friends over there, and those were the friends she was meeting. It, in Nashville. Yeah, only in Nashville. Only in Nashville. It's like in Vegas. We always say that. You always run into people in Vegas, but... Doing what we do here when we go to Nashville, we get lucky every now and then. Yeah. In the airport, you know my favorite thing in the airport is Tootsie's. That's pretty cool too. I like it when an artist that's played here before runs up to you and says hi, and you have absolutely no idea who they are because they have no makeup on. Yeah. (laughs) I recently found out I can no longer go to the airport early in the morning without makeup and stuff on, and because I went from never being recognized ever, 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 no one knows who I am, and then flying out this time. I got stopped four times before I got to the gate. And what do they say? Uh, they they stand way back and go, Ashley, like, wait to see if I'm going to turn around. I turn around like, who is that? And they walk up and they just say, hi, I saw you play in Chicago. Or I saw you play so, so-and-so. Or my friend so-and-so writes with you. Um, and then it's, can we take a picture? And so even though I would take a picture with anybody at any time, I don't... No makeup. Man. <laughs> I got it. Today we were out here eating at California Pizza Kitchen. Yeah. And I had on like aviators and a big, it was actually a country rebel ball cap and well, I, and everything else I'm wearing. So it's, I'm unrecognizable anyway. It's basically a disguise. Yeah. Cause and, you're just like, you work, you look like you work with country rebel. Right. Yeah. I was basically a walking billboard today. Uh, Kevin, Darren, just letting you know, she's going to need a check. Just sporting it. <laughs> and then the, the server, we, we invited the server to, to come to the show tonight. She was so kind and nice. she was like, Oh, you're in a band. I'm like, I know it doesn't look like I'm in a band right now because I still have last night's makeup on my face. That's but awesome. It's starting to happen. It's kind of strange. She will know. I, she didn't, I didn't give her my name. I just told her, Hey, we're playing over here. You should come at 10 o'clock. I'll put your name at the door. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if she'll come. She will. Do you think? Yeah. Her name's Jasmine. I'm certain of it. I the, hope so. The look in her eye looks like she likes country music. I hope so. It's it's really weird. You would think that we've been here a little over five years, and some of the places in here, the, the turnover, obviously, is probably fairly high for a server and all oh, that yeah. kind of stuff, but they have no idea. Like, I'll go somewhere wearing a Stony shirt, and they'll be like, where's Stonies? What is Stonies? And I'm like, dude, it's in the mall. Like, what? Yeah, exactly. Super weird. So, you end up riding with Miranda. Yeah, just a few months ago. And how was that? Like, Awesome. Is, is that So, is that the the biggest person that you've written with that's um i'm not gonna say that not as a writer but as a performer 
Yes, I would say yes. Yeah. There, there are some other people that I really enjoy writing with that are um, huge in the writing community, but she would probably be the biggest celebrity right. um, that I've written with. And it was me, her, and Gwen Sebastian, which is a lot of woman in one room. Yeah. It's just a lot of personality around one coffee table. Uh, it was great. It was, it was like, just, just the three of you? Yeah. We got along like a house fire. Everything she said lit something on fire, and everything Gwen said, everything I said. And I'm writing, Gwen's typing, Miranda's writing, and walking, and spouting stuff off. She's just brilliant. Do you guys just like set your phones down, turn on silent when you guys do these writing things? Mm-hmm. Or yeah, and and sometimes one of us voice memos the entire session because oh, you'll nice. be like, "What did I say a while ago?" But um, yeah, so everything just gets kind of on airplane mode on the phone. And who were, were were you all writing for each other, or was there someone in specific that that was? We were writing to for to toward two things. I want to like it, and I want to believe it. And so that's all our only goals that day was to have something we liked and that we believed, and it wound up being something that. Any of the three of us, I would think any of the three of us could cut it. And it would be good. It would. Yeah. And, it but, fits and, all three of and you, th- it saying. does easily fits into all three camps. And they had to leave and go to Wisconsin and play a festival. So we only got the first verse and chorus complete. And then we got another verse done, but we, you know, we'll, we'll look at it again. How long did that take? Like, uh, what was that process like time wise? Probably three hours in yeah. all, because we we chit chatted first. Because you're, you know your very first time riding with somebody, it's like a first date. You really need to take the time to drink a bunch of whiskey. And did Miranda know who you were already? Yes, yes. She saw us in Chicago at Lake Shake, nice, and came to watch and introduced herself and took us to a couple drinks afterward. She's kind of a big deal. She is kind of a big deal. Yeah, we were kind of kind of. Um, we always have this dream of doing stuff out here um, and having someone of the caliber. Um, I don't know if that'll ever happen for us. We're Dude, she is so down to earth. Yeah. I feel like you could just be like, hey, I can play. I'll give you five bucks. You want to come play? Come on. The, the booze is free. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, She's so chill. And, yeah. you know, you've been to Revival in Nashville, the yep. Tin Roof on Tuesday night. Yep. I was there one night, and this was way before we met at Lake Shake. And I just had gotten off stage, and she came over and said, hey, can I use your guitar? I'm going to get up and play a couple songs. And she was in jeans and a tank top, hair in braids, and Willie Nelson style with the bandana on Willie Nelson style. And she looked great, of course, but it's not like she was made up. She hadn't been to glam. She just looked great. And she got up there and played some songs, and it was awesome. And she How many got, people were in the room that night? Um, Probably probably 100 or 150 at that point. Wow. Um, and just as chill as she can be. She's so down to earth. She's the best. Do you play in Nashville yourself a lot? or? Yeah, not as much anymore because now that – I don't know what it is. Like you spend all this time working to be able to play there and congratulations, you have to play everywhere else. Right. Not a bad thing. You love to travel? I love it. I do love to travel. I hate to fly. Yeah. I love to drive everywhere we go. So how long is this run <laughs> that you guys are on right now? I saw the truck parked out, but I don't even know what to call that. It's, it's, like, it's called a bandwagon. It's, band, like, okay. it's like a semi-truck and an RV had a baby. Right. It's funny because I pulled in and uh, last night we had two uh, Prevost buses here. Wow. Big ones. Uh, yeah. We actually had to call Town Square Engineering to come cut some some, some, some limbs, branches. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I saw the front of it when I drove by and I was like, that's kind of an interesting thing. Never, it is because we've been it. in a van. We've been in a 15 passenger van for so long. And when you're doing a, a run like this where we, we don't go home for five weeks, right. the, you got to have a place to, to lay down. Right. How many how many like rooms are in or beds are in that? There's eight bunks. Oh, that's kind of cool. And then two couches, two little couches in the what looks like the lounge, but it's also the kitchen and the living room. Do you guys drive yourselves or have a driver? Or? We 
do drive ourselves. We, we all take turns, except me, because I have to pay for the dang thing. So I'm like, right. you know what? I'm right. not driving it. You don't want to watch me back a trailer up. Let's be uh-huh. honest. Uh, Quinn, the drummer, he drives a lot. Right. He's a, a mechanic. He's an expert driver. And then also, you'll meet Brad in just a little bit. He's actually our videographer, but he comes out and drives with us sometimes. Sweet. Where were you guys at last night? We were, where are we now? We were, were in Las Vegas. In, we were in Irvine. I'm Irvine. Like, trying to figure out what, what order we did it in. Yeah, we were in Irvine last night. I got a couple messages that there's some fans that are following you guys around on this West Coast tour. Yes. And they're coming out again tonight. I thought that was super cool. Because yeah, this will be their fourth show this week. So rad. Yeah. That is so rad. I love it. And they keep getting the meet and greets, and that yeah. makes me even happier. Except I have, we keep taking the same picture at all the meet and greets. You know, like you put your arms around each other, and then you smile, yeah. and you do rock and roll fingers, and you stick your tongue out. So I'm like, Shits and giggles. I'm going to go ahead and show you something last night we had cody johnson here this is the owner and myself those are the kind of pictures that we take okay see this is much much better <laughs> so what we do with stuff like that is that that's like wall worthy so in our green Dude, room that's something that'll end up on the wall this beard in this photo oh that's chris oh my gosh Dude, he just got a cut that's amazing yeah. well you, you've seen my guys they're all they're beardos i call him um uncle si is what i call he him. Re- he is reminiscent of <laughs> uncle si Very. so uh that's probably close to three years ago. Um, we would just went and grab lunch. And I looked at him like, dude, what the fuck? Like, what's going on with your face? Like, this is ridiculous. And um, I took a picture off the internet of Uncle Sign. I put it in my phone. And so now uh, I sent him the picture of like when he calls, I took a screen capture of it and I sent it to him. I'm like, dude, this is what happens when you call. So what's he do? He goes, puts his glasses on and makes the same exact face. So whenever he calls me now, it's him doing As it Uncle Sign. Si. Yeah, it's totally awesome. Totally awesome. I'm a big fan of beards and long haired men. You can tell by looking at the band. Yeah. Just is it the carefree thing? Uh, Chris says that he has the beard the way he has it because he's lazy. <laughs> I think I think a lot of times guys have really long beards because they can hide their double chins. Yeah. Women don't get to do that. I call it mom chin or swamp turkey. We uh, just have to live with it. What do they call the butt? butt chin? I have a butt chin. That's amazing. And butt chins are really they're desirable. And I have a mole. I have a mole right here. We're just you know what? I have a big scar on my left hand. We're yeah. just get we're just getting it all out of Dude, there. Let's go. I got one right here. That's a really good one. And I have one right here. I've got a really, I've got a hole in my right leg from a hobo spider when I was in college. Uh, ow! Ow! Could have lost the leg, dude. Um, <laughs> uh, my, how did we get on this? <laughs> I don't. Who cares? Really did. I like know. it. People are gonna be like, dude, can I see your hobo spider hole? Yes. <laughs> Duh. You should put a tattoo around like, it. Like it's gross, but it like a flower because it's perfectly no, round. No, I would actually <gasps> make it a spider. Put out, put an arrow to it, or yeah, like the spider crawling into it or out of it. That yeah. sort of thing. That's what that's what I would do. My girlfriend says all the time I have nine lives, and then my mom ba- backs her up with it because I'm all scarred all through. I was a kid. I went to uh, Disneyland, and uh, my mom turned her back for a second, came back, and I was in the little river thing, and some guy jumped in and grabbed me out of it, and I was fine. It was only like that deep or whatever, right. but I busted my, my teeth out, and my mm. mom asked me what I was doing. All I said is I wanted to see the birdies. And that's, that's all I wanted to see. Was, I so wanted to see the birdies. I just had this, this aggressive uh, kind of nature about me. Aggressive that. adventurer. That, yeah, dirt bikes and snowboards, and I've, I just I break myself too much. I break things. I'm, I'm the reason we can't have nice things. You are? I am. Don't move. Just sit in the seat. There's some nice things in here. I don't know where, but they're nice. You brought up sitting in that room with three people. Last night, um, I interviewed Cody Johnson. I asked him, I don't, do you know the song with um, with You, I Am? Yes. I listen to that song, and it just does something. It's like one of those things. But I asked him, like, where did that come from? Three dudes, yep. all writers, all married, and all they did was talk about their wives, and that's how that song came out. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. That's why I asked you, like, who... Amongst yours, who takes that song? So when you guys get done with it, do you, do you, I mean, how does that work? It, one of us would kind of just 
it, it's probably going to be obvious when the song is done that if you put us head to head, which artist is the, the most likely to cut it? Right. Or you can, you know, like not it, or I'm taking this one. I want to cut this one. So it's it's easy to decide, really, because it just presents itself. It doesn't seem like it would be that way. It'd be like three people putting together uh, an art piece and going, who who gets to say it's theirs? Right. I mean, but it really is. A, it's a total collaborative effort. Right. And thank gosh um, that that Gwen and Miranda and I probably have some of the same issues. Yeah. And so that makes it easy. Um, you can tell in our when you, if you were to look at the lyrics, you'd be like, "This was probably you. This was probably Gwen. This was probably Miranda." You can, kind of just pick it right you out. can but it's all the same basket there. So you could probably figure out who has trust issues and who has commitment issues. Uh, those are called women. Everyone does. Those are called women. That's right. <laughs> Isn't that just like in general speaking? I can't. Yeah, I can't even. Trust myself. I write in pencil. That's how big a commitment problem I have. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm, I have a 23 year old son. Um, I've never been married, and someone said something to me one day about um, commitment issues. I'm like, "What the hell are you talking about? I've had the same dog 11 years." Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, I got the same haircut. Yeah, guy gives me a haircut. That's not even. That's yeah, not I'm like, you know issue. what? I'm covered in tattoos. Yeah, that's. To- I have zero. Covered. I'm committed to that. I think I'd get married before I got a tattoo. Yeah. I'm always afraid that when I look at it, like down the road, I have friends that that are. I have one guy. His name is Mike, and uh, I swore he'd never get a tattoo. I see him one day. He's got this little piece right here that goes across to his chest. I see him like two months later, full sleeve, like this whole thing is Dude, done. I'm it's like, addictive. How? Like, what is addicting about? It's it? It's so addictive. I don't know what it is. It's almost like a baptism. The the pain of it, and and there are places where it doesn't hurt quite as bad. So sure. like right here around the elbow on the hurt. forearm, really not bad at all. This Holy all the way across shit. the chest, all the way down into the bra, really quite painful. Is it probably because it's so thin. No? It is, yeah. And collarbones are are really rough. Are those sunglasses with with lipstick, lipstick and lips? Yeah. What's that mean? It's for um, well, Warner wanted to make a video for the song American Scandal off the new record. Okay. And they said we'd like to do something visual. Let's use some of your tattoos. Um, which tattoo should we use? And I was like, no, just send the song to Nancy Miller. Have her draw a tattoo, and then I'll just drive to Little Rock and have her do it, and wow. you can film it. Is that who's done all yours? Yeah. Every one of them? Everything that's on, on these two arms and my chest. Wow. What do you have on this arm? All kinds of stuff. Um, that's my truck. The truck. It's a 71 C10. First one she ever did was this girl right here, um, the Be Brave girl. I told her the story about me moving to Nashville. When did you move to Nashville? In my early 20s, early, early 20s. What made you go there? I'd been playing music. Um, Where are you from? Or, or I'm from Arkansas. Start? Okay, Arkansas. And, yes, and <laughs> it's very hard to get there from here. And I was in college and had started to play out, and it w- went from people's basements to like coffee bars, and then that's only an hour and a half from Memphis, Tennessee. So I started going to Memphis every night and trying to play and hang out and party. You would just take your guitar and go? Yeah, I loved it. So awesome. Absolutely adored that whole city. I was like, this is such a cool old place. I just want it. You can feel the blues and you can feel the rock and roll there and you can really embrace it. And I did that for years until I played every single place you can possibly play in Memphis. And then I thought, how many? I really needed to move to Nashville. How long did it take you to get through Memphis? A year, two years, three uh, years? A few years. Two years. Okay. Two years. And then you moved to Nashville just yourself? I had a friend that lived in a storage facility in Nashville. How, how do you? Um, so you know how like if you run a storage facility, oh, you get a house, gotcha. Yeah, there's like an apartment there. Yeah. So we didn't like live in a storage <laughs> like, unit, I'm, but I'm in five B, <laughs> right? But we did. She had a, she had an apartment there, so I just said, "Hey, I'm I'm going to come to town." She said, "Cool, I'll keep you afloat until um, you can get on your feet." So awesome. So I just moved. Still your good friend. Yeah. 
So, I haven't heard her heard from her in a long time, and she texted me the other day and was just, I didn't forget about you. It's just, you know, your Facebook keeps popping up on my Facebook, and I thought maybe I should check on you. So awesome. Yeah. That is rad. And then Nashville turns into, I got I got a crazy, what was your last job that you had? Guitar Center. And what'd you do there? I was the operations manager. Holy shit, that's like... Yeah, deal. it is. It's a good deal. So you got to watch all these people come in out of your store. That they hired music. me at the Nashville store in August, and in February they gave me my own store, which moved me back to Memphis. Yeah, I stayed there for ten months, and then came back to Nashville, and wound up taking the Nashville store. Back when there were two managers, there was a GM and an OM. All right, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's how I met John Prine, Joe Walsh, uh, Ronnie Millsap, and. Did you like sing with them? Did you? I mean, like I sang at John Prine like a bumbling idiot, and he was buying <laughs> not, a, not with him at him. <laughs> yeah, he was buying. And at the time, I was working the door, and he was buying an Ibanez electric guitars around Christmas time, and I was like, "Oh, Mr. Prine, going rock and roll on us," and he just looked at me, and I started like humming uh, "Angel from Montgomery" like an idiot. Uh, uh, right. I guess. But Joe Walsh, when he came in, I was counting inventory and accessories, and would you? Could you even guess at all what he bought? Um, I know. He bought the Joe Walsh instructional DVD. Shut up. How cool is that? Hey, really? Yes. Why? Why not? Do you think he like bought it to Do you think they somebody? gave him a copy when it came out? No. I'm sure, that, I'm, sure, I'm sure that's the last thing he was having a problem with getting. And I ran into Ronnie Millsap, backed into him, him and his assistant. <laughs> and so I, awesome. I said, you know, I just, out of instinct, I've got an RF gun you know, in my hand and I'm counting bleep, bleep, counting something really awesome like magazines. Right. And just watching life leave my soul. And uh, I backed into a person. And so I said, excuse me, I didn't see you there. And he says, I didn't see you either. And ah. I stand up. Did you laugh? Absolutely, I laughed. I thought it was inappropriate, but I laughed anyway. I would laugh. I mean, well, he doesn't even know who you are. Right. Not a clue. That is, that's... And his assistant was like, I'm sorry. And I was like, no, I'm sorry. Okay, then from there, you're working at Guitar Center. What, what, what happens after that? Uh, a few years into working at Guitar Center, and I'm still playing on the, on the weekends. So all over the place. Anywhere from Louisville, Kentucky to damn near Tulsa, Oklahoma. It just depends on how long I have to make the run. I can right. go five or six hours in any direction. And Just by yourself? Yeah, most of the time. Okay. Most of the time. If it were Memphis or Jackson, Tennessee, I would try to take the band a couple times a year. It just wasn't conducive. Same like, guys you're with now? Yeah, except for uh, the bass player. That's a new bass player. We've only had him that since al- July. That alone is speaks volumes. Isn't that cool? That, uh, to be together this long? It speaks volumes. It, it, it really... When, when you hear about... Like we were talking about before, you said that... Um, a lot of these artists go out and they just have all these hired guns. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, there no, I But it's a completely different thing to the watch. Chemistry. Yeah, people that enjoy playing together. Whiskey Myers was just here. Dude, those uh, guys are so cool. Eleven years together. They've had one one member change and they told me that that uh he gave him a year and a half's notice because he just was done touring. Wow. And I'm just like eleven years. Holy shit. Like and they like we don't drink whiskey anymore because that just fucks up our band wow <laughs> when it came time for the cmas and uh i didn't have to do red carpet last year like i'm going to do acms this year but they were there was an after party for warner they said you can you know i want you to go and so i'm talking to the artist development person and they said you know do you need a plus one are you bringing a date and i said yes i'm bringing a date she said okay i'll need your date's name and i listed everyone in my band wow and she said, you're going to bring your band as your date. I said, absolutely. absolutely. We all walked, we all got, went to Quinn's apartment downtown and we all got gussied up together and we all walked. We didn't Uber down the street to right. the park. We it all walked. just as long. <laughs> and if you, and if you, if you look at my band, you notice that Andrew Sovine looks a little bit like Zach Brown. Okay. 
not a whole lot once you really look at him. But at first glance, you go, oh, beard and bald must be Zach Brown. You look at Quinn when he's got his braids or his hair is down. His hair goes all the way to his belt almost. And right. um, he hasn't had a haircut since he was four. When he puts a cowboy literally? hat on, literally, oh, that's, that's and walks down the street, he looks like Chris Stapleton. Okay. So what it looks like to everybody that we're walking past, it looks like Zach Brown and Chris Stapleton are walking to this party at the George Jones Museum. It was amazing to hear people like, did you see that? Did you see that? And that's just who they thought they were. Yeah. And Sancho is actually in the latest Eric Church video. He plays Mr. Misunderstood, the the grown-up version of Mr. Misunderstood. Really? And so constantly people are Snapchatting me. Your bass player's in that video. I'm like, Snapchat him. That's yeah, not me. That guy. Get back. He's kind of a big deal. He's, he's a big deal. He's an actor. I think that's super rad that you like keep the same the same people around the same group. It's got to just. I mean, you guys are on the road now. Do you write it all on the road with these guys, or do, do we just play? I write with Chris, and I've been trying to think about writing on this trip since we're out so long. Yeah. But I have to so many things to do every day. You have to get up at like five o'clock and start to get ready, and then you got radio in the morning, and then you have a thingy, and then you have a phone interview, and then you have a right. sound check, and you're unloading, and when do you shower again, and blah. So haven't been able to find time to do it yet. I just traveled when we were on the Miranda Lambert tour. Um, I'm good buddies with John Party, and we've been dying to write together. So we tried to ride from St. Louis to Kansas City together. I got on his bus to write. We didn't write anything. Shut the shit. We just hung out and had a dance party and put on onesies. He's He played here um, probably almost two years ago. What a good guy. He's super cool. And what's even rather than that is uh, Montgomery Gentry played here like a year ago. And um, their tour manager's name is Jeff. I don't know if you know that dude. Mm-mm, he's now him. John Party's tour manager. Ah. So um, we are so excited to have him come back because he's one of those dudes I couldn't tell. He asked me for a bottle of whiskey, and I'm like, dude, no problem. And like, I walked by him, and I like, walked by him again. He's like, dude, where's my whiskey? And I walked up to the guy, uh, I think it was Troy. It was Troy. And I said, dude, is he, is he, is he serious? Is he serious? I mean, they're like, dude, he's 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 fucking with you. My Siri just yeah, absolutely. See that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's 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 just. Fuck. I'm like, dude, I can't tell. So I walked up to him and dude, here's your whiskey. He's like, dude, you can't put it in the green room. I got to carry it myself. And I'm, I can't wait for him to come back because he's just. And if he's out with party, when party was here, he was super cool. Uh, yeah, we didn't do anything like this with him, but um, he'll do it. He's really quick witted. He's 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 here um, Saturday. Awesome. We have Kip Moore. I got a Friday. pretty good John Party impression. And we were in Maui. We were in Maui at the BMI Songwriters Festival. So it sounds like we were doing this fancy thing. We were there for, you know, work. Right. But it is really cool. So John Party gets a cabana. And I had to pack for Maui and Denver. So I had to pack for like six <laughs> weeks of travel. Hold on. Denver winter? Yeah. It okay. was November. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I've got, you know, of course I'm just like, screw it. I don't even own shorts anyway. I'll just wear what I'm wearing. So I'm wearing jeans like I am now, boots just like I am now, and like a tank top. Okay. And we're in the cabana, and John's like, Ashley, listen, you have to take them boots off. Like, you're making me hot looking at you, man. Like, he finally got me to kick my boots off. Oh, sh- The way he does his lip when he talks just makes me so happy. You think he's super country? He is. He's country AF. He is country AF, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm laughing. We we did this post online, and we've got a couple of haters out there about our t- tailgate event because they said the people that are on the tailgate aren't country. And I just laugh. I just laugh. And one of the Anyone girls, that's on a tailgate is yes. inherently country. Dude, by default, right? So wait a minute. Who's not country on this lineup? John Pardee was the name, and I like sat back. And I are went, you kidding me? Dude not con- I mean, go to his Instagram. The dude's riding bulls and horses. And Can I say a- like something really rude? Absolutely. He's country as a chicken dick. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you know where that guy's from? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, I just kind of like get the giggles. It's funny because our crowd jumped on this person; they were all over him. Like, like I'm all over. Well, her. you're always going to have somebody that's going to challenge it, yeah. which is cool. We got our first mean tweet not too long ago. We were out on tour with Luke Combs, yeah, and uh, this person named Alyssa. I won't give her handle out or anything. Uh, tweets by far the worst concert performance I've ever seen. By who? You? Uh, yeah, and I thought well, number one. I'm bitch. And then number two, <laughs> uh, I said, I, it's like in the middle of the night, so I'm all, we're all in our hotel rooms. I screenshot and I text the guys, and I was like, guys, we're nearly famous. Twitter? We got our first okay. negative tweet. And they were all like, yeah, like super excited about it. And I said, just to be safe, I'm going to troll this person. Uh, I'm going to look into her profile and see it's a bunch of negative tweets. And it really, the more I looked, the worse we felt for her. Because that's looks like she she's doing. going through a really, really bad time. She also looked like she was about 14. Uh, and it might have been the worst concert she'd ever seen. How many has she seen? One? Right. Yeah, maybe and two. It, we have off nights. Everybody has off nights. Sure. That show wasn't an off night for us. But uh, to her, maybe it was. I was just so excited for getting a negative tweet. It's, um, we had... I can't remember the artist that was here, and um, we started getting these this, all these negative comments about Stonies as a whole. And it, it's funny the person that's ripping on John Pardee is the same person a year and a half ago that was ripping on our club. And so she shows up for a meet and greet. With, she won meet and greet passes. How'd from the she band. get a meet and greet? Well, she won them from the band. So it was oh. a tweet online or, or an Instagram thing where she right. won. Well, she kept calling, going. Uh, I should get tickets to the show too. And I'm like, well, it says once you're in the club, go to the merch. It's not ours, it's the band's. And the right. band told us they don't give away tickets. This is just what they do. Right. And so it was kind of like, because they don't want to take away from the venue, which I thought was cool, but at the same time. That is cool. If she would have been cool, I'd have been like right on. But she called, finally got a hold of me, and was just online, just ripping us a new ass. So I'm standing in the meet and greet thing, and I see her, and I go, oh, hey. I thought you didn't like this place. Like, what are you doing here? Really? Uh, Seriously? Absolutely. And she goes, well, I won these meet and greet passes, and I think it's pretty fucked up that you guys didn't give us tickets, too. And I said, did you win them from Stoners, or did you win them from the artists? And she goes, from the artists. And I went, then why are you mad at me? You have no reason to be mad at me. And that's what I told her. I said, quite frankly, if you would have been nice, we would have I would have arranged tickets for you. You would have had no problem, because it's not that hard. I mean, it's literally a a text and we're done that sort of thing but I, when people are like that but she's the same one that's ripping on John Party and she says that he's just not country and I sit back and she is a Sam Hunt lover and I just sit back I'm sorry <laughs> I have nothing against Sam Hunt no but this dude's way more country but if country music were a sandbox yeah he can't play with my shovel like dude it come was, on it was, it was it's like one of those things but i was blessed enough to be able to confront her she's an old older lady and and uh just an adult miserable. that's a sam hunt fan yeah well here's where i sit back um i wasn't a sam hunt fan until i watched his show on audience I would love to see him live. Um, he 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 has a show on audience, and this striker dude interviewed him. And I, I'm not by any means an interviewer guy. I just talk. This dude does this for a living. It was horrible. Like his 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 approach to things. Yeah, it's just like there was a teleprompter, and he didn't even look at him. And just right. Was, yeah, I think he did the same one with like Darius Rucker. And I'm just like, dude, Darius, I'd have fun with because there's so many hooty things that I could go to that right. I grew up with. Like, um, but Sam Hunt, where he came from. And how he got to Nashville and what he was doing. And the first producer he ever got with was hip-hop. And Sam Hunt played... He, I want, he's either Alabama or Arkansas. He played football. 
And I'm like sitting back doing, he's, he's surrounded with hip hop and R&D. Yeah. So after I watched that thing and then I listened to uh, Behind the Pines. And I was just like, I don't have any problems with it. I mean, it's, it's, it's not super country. It's pop country. Right. And that, and it doesn't pretend to be anything else. No, it but is don't what it say is. that John Party isn't country and then say that Sam Hunt is stone cold country. Because Absolutely. if you asked him, he would tell you himself he's pop country. Yes. And there's room in this genre for all of us. Dude, it comes around everywhere. I mean, I don't know if you've seen our lineup, but, um, I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm, I would love to, I would love to. I'm know looking else. forward. Okay. Jake Rose, you know who that is? I don't yet. He has a song called Sleeves. Um, oh, I heard it today on on this station. On Country AF, my heart on my sleeves. Yes, I actually have hearts in my sleeves. Dude, I'm my the tattoos too. The first time I heard that song, and the first one, he he has a girl's name, and he's like, everyone just automatically assumes it's an ex, and he's like, it's my little sister, and that's how I tell her she's missed. That's and I was amazing. Like, what the f- oh, I just got chills on my legs. So badass. I mean, but our lineup. Um, I myself, like I told you before, I'm I'm more Stephanie about- Quayle is on this lineup. Dude, okay, so dude, we, we can talk Stephanie. I love. She's played her probably eight or nine times. Oh my god, she's one of our favorites. I love her. Yeah. And the last she she finally texted me the other day. I didn't know if she had my contact info or not, but she said, "Congrats on the record. We must whiskey soon." Yes. That girl. I met her officially at the St. Jude thing. We were touring the hospital. And we had the event that night, yep. and they were only serving wine and beer upstairs. And I walked by with a whiskey, and she just grabbed my arm and said, "Where did you get that?" I said, "The bar. <laughs> Do you want it?" And she's like, "Yeah." I want it so we got her one she's awesome you know where she's at tonight i don't know where she's at tonight randall opry <gasps> it's her, her op- debut tonight it you know, is you know what we did what we sent her flowers awesome yeah we we're we're like this this neat little thing where we just become stephanie quill the first time she played here she just rubbed us the right way super super yeah. cool and uh she was just here not too long ago and she sang selfish sitting right there and we were like what the f-? like she's just she is so and, down to earth and yeah. just so freaking cool. Yeah, she is probably one of our favorites that we that we get to come through on a regular basis. Hopefully, you'll be Carly one of those. Pierce. She her just, voice. She just backed out because <gasps> she's not bringing her band. Oh no! Yeah, but no, this is this is a really great lineup. Yeah, look at the other side. I don't know if you know any of those guys too. I mean, I know who Kit Moore is. Aaron Watson. Heck yes. Oh wow. Okay. This I know Travis. I know Mitchell personally. Mitchell, Mitchell Tenpenny. Tenpenny. Dude, drunk me. Yep. Like so, we do a thing on Thursday nights. We call it the Thursday night throwdown, where um, um, Chris Daniels. I don't know if you know that name. I don't. She was the music director, program director for a radio station here in town, and um, she left Terrestrial. But when she was there, we used to do this thing here where I would pick a song, she would pick a song, and one of their celebrity other, death match. Well, and that's pretty much what it was, and we'd throw it up on Twitter. Well, now we do it. Where the owner picks a song, Chris Daniels picks a song, and I pick a song. I, I lost for the first time last week. Um, but we uh, we pick this kind of music. And it's about, for me, it's about introducing new people to new music. And it's yeah. kind of like things that they never hear before. And, and that's why I sit back like a, we were talking about Jimmy Allen before. And um, I think that was off the mic. But, but like a dude like that, he, he has every reason to be on the radio. Every reason. And yeah. There, there's an opportunity. I know before that people used to take him out of the box, I guess they called it, where they believed in an artist and that's what they went with. I look at stuff like Jordan Davis. I mean, he's got a, a, a song called Going Round that it probably won't hit radio for, for another year or so. Mm-hmm. And it, it needs to be heard now. And that's my attitude. And that's what we use a Thursday Night Throwdown for. And that's what this is a stepping stone for us because I get twofold out of this. I get to introduce these people to all these people that are going to be coming to it. And the flip it to that is I get to see how these guys are. And like I like Fillmore. They're super pop country, Yeah, I think. Yep. Uh, Josh Miranda, the same way. Um, do you know who Stevie Montz is? I don't. Yes! Fuck that guy. Um, I like him. I love. I Great. Just, I always talk shit to him. I'm like, uh, I'll talk to our um, our uh, 
music producer guy, and uh, I'd be like, he just says he just wants to have, beer, have beers with him because he just seems like the dude's going to be cool as shit. I'm yeah. Like, Do we play his music? He's like, no. I'm like, right on, cool. <laughs> he he writes a lot. He's good friends with like uh, I think Tyler Reeves. Who's oh another, yeah, yeah, no Tyler. Yeah, uh, Ben Gallagher. I'm excited to see. I don't know who Travis Denning is yet, but Tim. Montana, you'll like him. He you'll good. you'll like him. Him and Tim Montana both uh, are great. Tim Montana um, played here about two months ago. They're great songwriters. You'll yeah. lo- you'll love Travis. Kill Dodds. I know he's a label mate. Yeah. And uh, he was on radio tour right behind me. And I saw him at CRS. And he said, it's every radio station I go into, they go, do you know Ashley McBride? And I said, you should say something really crass, like, yeah, she puts out. Or something like, (laughs) to make it really uncomfortable for them. And he goes, no, actually, I like, look down and go... You know, my heart's still kind of sore over that one. We that's not been long since we broke up. Oh, wow. That's amazing. I'm going to try that when he's when he's here. Yeah, do you know Ashley McBride? And so all through CRS, I'd be like, "Hey, Kale, he's, hi Ashley." And we'd walk off from each other really <laughs> awkwardly. Yeah, Austin Jenks. I don't know. Don't Dude, know. He sings a song called "Ride Away." Uh, he's got a couple good songs. We we have uh, what we call two hands. Uh, those are our favorite artists. Um, cool. It's kind of like a, the joke. Uh, we're going to start this thing called Two Hand tu- Tuesdays. It's going to be Toad's Two Hand Tuesdays. Nice. Kind of long. But basically, I'm just going to take over the radio for like an hour. And every Tuesday, I play you new music that I'm just loving. Like uh, Cash Campbell. I don't know if you know that guy. He's no. a young kid. He's cool got, name, though. Yeah. He's got he's got this like little pop feel to him. But he's like, I went back through his Instagram. I'm like, dude, I like this kid. He sings a song called Cannonball. It's pre- pretty dope. And he's got another one. Um, Scott Stevens. Yep. Um I beat that dude at um, shuffleboard really bad, really bad. Don't ever play me at shuffleboard. We were at losers too. Yeah, I would just it would just be a game over. Well, I would just get I'm terrible. Oh, terrible. I might cheat because I have one in my house. Oh well, that's okay. Cheating's fine. Okay. This is America. Walker McGuire. Haven't seen them yet. Yeah, you'll like them. What? They're also really funny. Yeah. Yeah, they've got great sense of humor. Smithfield. Yep. Look, I know them. Learn on. I uh, met them. Ow, oh, I met them here in Vegas. You did. Mm. Tennille Towns. Don't know that. Don't know. I don't know who that is. Lucas Hogue. Do you know who Lucas Hogue is? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's played here quite a few times. I took him indoor skydiving last time he was here. Is, it, is that fun? Absolutely. Like real? I have like a bucket list and a bucket list. And skydiving for real is on my list. Yeah. Because I just don't want to. That's terrifying. But indoor might be fun. I'll make you a deal. Okay. If you come back for ACM next week. That's next week. And you've got a free two, three hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not on Friday or Saturday. So like okay. maybe Thursday during the day. No joke. I'm not even kidding you. I will take you indoor skydiving. Okay. Deal. I'll have to find out what day, what day I fly in. It'd be that. I only can't do Sunday because that's your red carpet day. We're gonna. Oh yeah. So last that last day year, starts so early too. It does. Last year, um, Trick Pony was supposed to play our tailgate and they canceled because uh, someone got sick in the band and they didn't come out. Funny story with that is I'm gonna go back to that. Uh, my 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 sister, kind of by marriage, my mom's okay ex husband's daughter, my sister. She went to Nashville and. Um, the Trick Pony folks were at a bar that they were there and she was wearing a stony shirt and they went up and they're they like, dude, my brother's Toad. And the first thing they said was, dude, tell Toad we're so sorry we didn't make it out. It was like Aww. the first thing. I thought that was really, really cool. But um, they didn't come so w- me and my girlfriend took their um, their pack and we were driving over to go to the award show because um, ACM, because we do stuff with them, they take care of us, they give us, right. we get to go. and um, but I used their limousine pass. Didn't use their limo. Had my own, but I just threw it in the window. They dropped us off in front of the red carpet because <laughs> we had all those passes because they came right. with the package. And we get out of the car, and my girlfriend is wearing a dress she got at Ross for 12 bucks. Nice. Fucking killed it. People That's were like awesome. all over her saying, where, where did you get that? And she's like, Ross, 12 bucks. That's amazing. The next to us when we were sitting down was like, I rented this for like 250 bucks in Nashville. And I'm like looking at her and 
Heather's like, what the hell? Like, like 12 bucks. But we started to walk up the red carpet, and I went, I'm not doing that. And we walked in the back. Um, but it was super cool that we got to experience that. Just yeah. And the people going crazy, and then there's like, uh, I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah. That's how I felt. I did the BMI red carpet last year, and I... I mean, the record wasn't out yet, and the single had barely hit terrestrial radio. Say the radio. name of your single. What's uh, a little dive bar in Dahlonega. Dahlonega. Yeah. Um, Chris Daniels picked that as one of her Thursday night throwdowns, and Sweet. it was and it was kind of like she didn't win. I, That's okay. I, the game's called Toad Wins for a reason. Yeah. I lost last week for the first time because um, he took Chris Chris Loudon took Austin Jenks right away. I'll play that for you when we're done. You can cool. just hear the beginning of it. It's great. But go ahead. Yeah, I did that. And it was, I'm really awkward at that kind of thing. And I, did, I didn't know where to stop, where to smile, who do I talk to. And there's people interviewing. And I didn't know that that was a thing. And I'm like, what are they going to ask me it was about? your first time? Yeah. Okay. And so I'm like, what are they going to ask me about? They don't know me. And I don't know them. And I don't want them to feel like they have to read off a one sheet yeah, and horrible. pretend it's just so awkward. And so this year it's going to be a little easier. Good. A little easier. Because you know what to come to to expect by walking down. And yeah, and at least there's a record to talk about, you know? Are you playing it all during this? No. You're not? No. No singer-songwriter, no nothing? No, it's not. I haven't heard anything. But sometimes uh, they don't tell me anything until two hours before I show up. I mean... Not coming. I won't have my band with me, but I don't need them. Just saying. Is everybody else playing full band? No. Okay. Just saying. I, I, when we get out of here, I'll, I'll give call. you a time. I'll call Drew. I'll give you a time. I mean, Saturday with that guy. You know him? Yeah. That'd yeah. kind of be pretty Even if bad. I needed a band, him, but his band would do it. Yeah. It's just kind of like one of those things. Um, when we get done, I'll walk out there and I'll, I'll, I'll show you what the available slot is and where it's at. Okay. Because we have a main stage and a little, I don't want to say little side stage because it's only half the size of the other one. Our goal with this is band, 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 band. Absolutely. And experience. It's all about the experience. Dance floors out there. Uh, it's as big as a dance floor in here. Cool. And people, it's just a great experience. Your next single off this album is going to be? American Scandal. And where's that one from? That's the one that you sent. The, That's the tattoo, right? yeah. Is it already out? It's on XM okay. right now. And how's it doing? Um, It's doing good. It was 16 this week on okay. the Hot 30. We're going to add that. Thanks. Yes. I love that song. It's one of those songs that every time I sing it, I really feel every single word, and it feels like it comes from inside your bones when you sing it. What are you playing tonight? Are you playing a bunch of stuff off the new album? Yeah, we'll do a bunch of stuff off the new album. We'll probably do a couple songs off the EP, the right. Jalopies and Expensive Guitars EP. Uh, we haven't done covers in a really long time, and I know that some people don't like to do covers, and some yeah. people like to do mostly covers, and we'll stick some in there tonight. In fact, they're probably wondering why I'm not writing a set list right now, but I told them they could handle their handle yes. their own for a little bit. Dude, this has been 41 minutes of Nice. Joy. I love talking to you. This I love awesome. talking to you. Yeah, this is awesome. This was super cool. Um, Ashley McBride, tell people where they can find you online. You can find me at ashleymcbride.com. McBride, M-C-B-R-Y-D-E. There's no I in Ashleymcbride.com. Uh, and you can just search me on iTunes or Amazon or Google, or you can go to Walmart or Target. I've never been able to say that before. Now you can. And now I can say that. Without putting your own CD in there. That's right. Mitch Hedberg, do you know him? I Well, I don't know him now. Sadly, he's deceased. But I yes. got to see him once last. Really? I sure did. We listened to him on the bus. So did you hear the part where he says, my CD is now in stores? No. Because he put it in there? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, dude, you left your CD. He's like, no, no, no. I'm going to leave it there because now it's available in stores. That's right. That's the way he does it. Sweet.